Molly from 90 Day Fiance has had a huge weight loss transformation, you guys. She has lost so much weight. Angela is being called out for being a total and complete hypocrite. And Rachel from Love After Lockup exposed her man. Guys, welcome to Reality TV Roundup. My name is Max, but y'all probably know me as a celeb talk guy. In today's video, we have so much reality TV drama to talk about. I don't want to waste any time. Here is the deal. Today, I want to start off with Molly from 90 Day Fiance because if you don't know, she has lost so much weight. And if you don't already know, 90 Day Fiance's single life is coming back in a couple of days. And it sounds like Molly might actually be on it, which is ironic because she's not single anymore. But here is the deal, guys. She has been posting religiously these before and after pictures. Boom, there is one right there you can check out for yourself. And I mean, it's like, if you look at it, now, I know you guys are all going to say I'm dramatic. I'm dumb. I've heard it a million times before. You can say it again. And you're probably right in some regard, but this picture, I'm telling you guys, holy crap, she looks different. Now, I'm not saying she was big or heavy or anything before, but she's lost a lot of weight. I mean, there was a picture, boom, right there of Molly before when she first came on 90 Fiance. Like I said, I'm not trying to be rude, negative, anything like that. I'm really not trying to be, guys, but it's like, if you look at her, she really has lost a ton of weight. I'm going to look one last time. We can talk about that. We can just, Jesus. So you're probably wondering, what is she doing? I don't know the whole gist. I don't know what it is. I'm not endorsing or anything of that matter, but she's taking something called Plexus. I guess it's some, it's one of those supplement things. I have no idea if it works. I have no idea what the the whole thing behind it is it's one of it's a network marketing thing i believe you have to follow her on a different social media and then i guess reach out to her and you can try it and it's, it's just i don't know i've never been a big network marketing guy myself but hey to each their own I, she's a business person. I think network marketing is a bizarre business, but I have nothing negative to say. All I'm going to say is she is definitely a business person. I know that for a fact. She's looking amazing. And I guess the weight loss, I don't, I can't really say, I don't, you don't know for sure, but it appears at least she is claiming on social media that this weight loss is from this drink that she is drinking. So Molly, yes, she's looking incredible. She looks like a totally different person. And if you are wondering what happened to that man, because she had a man, if you didn't already know, 90 Fiance Single Life Season 1 was on a couple weeks ago. Phenomenal show. I actually got done a couple weeks ago. And at the season finale, um, her and this Kelly man, they were together. They were going to try to make it work. He lived in New York. She's down in Georgia. I didn't think it was going to work at first. But after watching the season finale tell all of them sitting there together and how they interacted in his body language and her body language. I kind of thought there was something going on, but now I think what was going on was the 90 Fiance production team just spliced and cut this guy's clips to make him look really sketchy and weird. But once I saw them together in a real setting with other people, he seems like a real nice guy and a genuine guy. And they did have the issue of the kids. He wants kids. She like can't have kids physically. So that was kind of interesting to see how it's going to play out. But either way, as of like two days ago, Molly is still with Kelly. They're still together. They're still having a really fun time. I guess they're doing really well together, which is amazing. Sunshine, rainbows, cookies, and cream. And um, I'm happy for them. I love Molly. I wish her well. I think she got in a real bad situation with Louise, and I wish her well. So rumor has it on the street that she is going to be on season two of 90 Fiance Single Life. Now, if you're wondering why would she be on if she's in a relationship, that's a great question. So yeah, it could be fake. It could not be true unless it's going to be like a reunion kind of a show where we can kind of see where are they now or I don't know. Like the previews of the next season, they show Molly, they show Danielle. Danielle makes sense because Danielle ended the show single. She had that one guy named Robert who was like, he was a complete joke. And so, yeah, she's basically single. So I could see Danielle, but Molly, it's like, are they just showing her 
What is it? I don't know. They also showed Britney. I can tell you one thing for a fact. Britney is not going to be back on 90 Day Fiance. There's a very slim chance she basically like, cut everyone off from that show. I don't think she's going to be back on the show. So I think one of two things is going on. Either one is they're going to be back on as like a reunion kind of thing, and maybe they convinced Molly and Danielle, and maybe Britney. I kind of doubt that, but maybe Britney too, and Ed, for sure. Ed, we already know Ed is going to be back on the show, for sure, to come back and do like a where are they now kind of thing. Ed, he's single. He's not with Liz. We know the whole story. But I think that could be going on, or what I think more than likely is happening is some of the cast, like Ed and Danielle and Molly, are just going to be back on the show because, I guess, ugh, I guess, I don't know, they're still kind of single. Molly's questionable. Either way, I think a big person that's going to be on the show is Natalie. Natalie's going to be a big announcement. They can't they can't announce that Natalie's going to be on a show about being single when on Night A Fiance in present day, she's still with Mike. So... I think they're just using those old clips as kind of filler, I think. But Ed and Danielle, I'm like pretty confident. Unless they cut Ed off, which I don't think they ever did. He was supposed to, not, he was not supposed to, but they were like, people were doing change.org petitions and people were petitioning to get this guy off the show. And I think he's still going to be hanging around, I think. But anyway, for Molly, guys, she's still with Kelly. Lost so much weight. She's looking amazing. And I had nothing but positive things to say about her. When it comes to 90 Fiance Single Life with Molly, though, we're not totally for sure yet, but I'm sure we will be finding out very soon. All right, guys, now I want to stay on to 90 Day Fiance for just an extra couple minutes, and I want to talk about Angela and Michael, because, um, yeah, Angela had some drama a couple days ago. Angela was out in Vegas with, you know, guess who? Debbie, yes, oh, no, yeah, oh, yeah, you guys are right, you guessed it right. The same Debbie that is Colt's mother. I don't know why. I think it's just like, you know what? If you're on 90 Day Fiance for a certain amount of time, you basically just become friends with everyone. And I, I watched that and I'm like, didn't they have like a fight? Maybe not, I could be wrong, but I was like, I feel like they had some fight of some sort, Debbie or Colt and Angela. Angela's fighting with literally everyone. And they were never on the same season, but I feel like on Barazal or something, I don't know. Anyway, they were there. She was with Debbie and she was also with Hulk Hogan's son, Nick. Because for whatever reason, apparently Nick and Debbie are like related. I don't know the story. The long story short is this. Angela got real up close and personal with Nick. And of course, his lady was there. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like they were dating or anything like that. But it was like, if it was Michael, no, 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 no. You guys already know. If you watch 90 Day Fiance, you already know Angela. She would go absolutely insane off her rocker, out of her mind. If that was Michael with a lady, even if this lady had a man of her own. No, 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 no. And I kind of find it hilarious because if you go on this video, there it is right there. Um, it's a video, I'll take a screenshot of it and post it of Nick and Angela and they're kind of funny and flirting and having a good old time. It says, happy birthday, Nick Hogan and uh, Tana, I love you. But if you look at the comments, everyone is, every, like, seriously, everyone is calling her out and mocking her because it's like, you're a complete hypocrite. The first comment right there says, Michael can't hang out with his friends, his guy friends. This is totally true, by the way. Potato chip poppy. This is totally true. She goes, but, but she can party with Hulk's son. Another person, Miss Megley, said, okay, so she can go out and party, but Michael can't do anything, and if he does, she goes, you know, off at him and makes him feel like crap. Shake my head. One other person said, why is it okay for you to hang all over strange men, and it's not okay for Michael to have female friends? And one last person said, poor Michael, she's not who, you know, he fell in love with, which that, that's a real vague term. But anyway, it's not going to last. I truly wish better for him. She's lost weight, great, but she's completely different. All this has seriously gone to her head, and TV must be paying her well. Still looks seriously old, though. Kind of harsh. I hate to be too rude on Angela. The thing I'll say about Angela is this. That is completely true. And I was actually thinking that exact same thing on 90 Day Fiance uh, when I watched it a couple days ago. Because 
Look, we saw her with her surgeon, you know how Angela was? The guy that vaguely looked like Michael, kind of. Um, she was being, yeah, very flirtatious, and if Michael was being like that, no, 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 no way. She probably would have actually dumped him, maybe. Or, or she would have at least threatened to dump him, which I already know one thing for a fact, Michael, he's not threat. he's not saying nothing, he's not doing nothing. The guy, for all we know, probably could care less he's talking to Hulk Hogan's son. So, yeah, I just kind of think it's hypocritical. I thought the comments were hilarious, and I just think Angela is a complete hypocrite. And I think if Michael was in that situation, there is no shot she would be talking to him again for a very long time. But comment below what you guys think on this situation. Maybe it's not. I thought I wouldn't be jealous. It's, it's not that she did anything wrong. It's just that if Michael did, that's the, that's the key thing. She didn't do anything wrong. If I was Michael, I wouldn't care. But the problem is, if Michael did it, she would care. So it's a double-edged, you know, you, it's got to be a two-way street. She doesn't live like that, and she's a complete hypocrite, at least in my eyes. The thing I'll say that's kind of weird, though, is after she posted that and got completely called out for being a hypocrite and this, that, and the other, um, Michael posted on her Instagram because they share an Instagram because, I don't know, Michael isn't, you know, what, that I can't have his own Instagram account? And that's probably the case because Angela probably just said no because women are probably going to be messaging him. Yeah, 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 I, I could just hear Angela saying that. You know what I mean? But anyway, Michael posted these selfies. Boom, boom, boom. Two selfies and one picture of him with his vehicle um, saying, "New Happy New Month, fam. And then he said, hashtag let love lead. And all the comments are the same thing. Just saying, I've never felt so sorry for a man like the way I'm feeling for Michael. All of them. This poor guy needs to move on. You know, let him go. Uh, Michael, you know, all, all this stuff. Meet a Nigerian. Michael, I love you. All this stuff. So... Yeah, it's just kind of just ridiculous. I think it's, I don't know. I feel bad for Michael. I know you guys are probably going to say Michael's asking for it, and in some ways he is, but it is still like, this guy needs to move on. And, um... Yeah, I kind of had a hunch that, you know, their, her whole divorce, like she was going to leave him, was probably just for the show. But I, I thought in my gut there's a chance he might get away. But now we can see, at least in present day, they're still together. They're still, I don't want to use the word happy, but they are still, to some degree, at least together. But he is definitely not in America. He is definitely 100% still in Nigeria. So guys, comment below you think it's Angela's situation. To me, though, I have one word to describe it. It's just, you know, hypocrite. <laughs> All right, guys, while we were talking about 90 Day Fiancé, you can't tell my mood and my energy just, like, went out the window. Um, I just got word, and I saw on Instagram, thanks to 90 Day, the melanated way, Linda, a dear friend of mine, I love her. She's just amazing. Uh, she posted on her Instagram that Emily from 90 Day Fiancé, Emily and Sasha, remember, they, they were in Russia. They came back to America. Now they're actually going back to Russia they were expecting a baby, and they just unfortunately got news that um, she lost the baby. And it just, um, I hate this, you know, I really do. This sucks for everyone. I feel bad for them. Um, they seemed incredibly excited. She posted on her social media a couple different times. It was actually kind of, it was kind of a funny thing. What happened is they were like on a road trip, and they, they already have their, their son, their one son together. They were on a road trip, and then I think the son got a little bit of food on his clothes. So then they had an extra shirt saying that like, you know, he's going to be a big brother, kind of a shirt, that's what it said on it. And then I think because he, he got the food on his clothes, they had to put, you know, the new shirt on him. You get the whole thing. And then uh, Sasha, I believe, accidentally put his son in the shirt on his Instagram story. So then Emily just announced it and just said, hey, we're having a baby. All sunshine and rainbows, cookies and cream. It's sad, you know. They seemed really excited. Their plan at the time was that they were going to have the baby. And I guess she was expecting, they were, they, but their plan was to actually go back to Russia. And they were going to have the baby there. 
and um, they're going to get their jobs back and just live life in Russia because apparently, and I, I guess this is kind of common knowledge, but the relationship with Russia and America, I guess, you know, I, I don't I don't watch news. I watch reality TV news. I don't watch real news, but apparently I guess it's not good. And I know you're going to say I'm a babbling idiot and you're probably right, but I guess the relationship wasn't good. He has two kids over in Russia. The plan, and we even saw it on Night A Fiance, uh, you know, whatever it was, the diary show, the plan was for the kids to come here, and the mom was even cool with one of the kids coming here, but it just, I guess with the whole immigration thing, and this and that, and he couldn't come, and it was going to be really chaotic, and you know, do they go back and forth, or what do they really truly do? So that was their plan, they were going to go back to Russia, get their jobs back, raise their kids there, then Sasha can have a relationship with his kids, which I thought was a good plan, because he seemed a little bit fishy on night, if you say, not going to lie to you guys, I thought with the whole coming to America, leaving the kids, it seemed kind of fishy to me. I would personally never, unless it was like truly 100% for a better life and I could make more money and support my family, then I maybe would consider it. But it just seemed a little bit fishy. I was kind of going out the back door. It seemed like on Night Day Fiance, but now his plan was to go back there. He misses his kids. He hasn't seen, he hasn't seen them in forever because of the pandemic and everything going on. So long story short, that was their plan to go back to Russia. They were going with the baby there. Now they just found out that they actually, they lost the baby and, um, yeah, it's sad, you know, and I, and I, 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 to be honest with you guys, she put it on her story a few days ago, I didn't see that, and I saw some people, everyone's constantly posting the really suspicious, cryptic posts, where you have to go click on the blog, and read the blog, and click, and click, and click, and I kind of just figured it was one of those things where it had nothing to do with Emily, but no, not the case, she did lose the baby, um, it's sad, Give her my good vibes, good energy. We saw it before with Devin. We saw, we've seen it with a lot of people on 90 Day Fiance. It's not the first person to be on 90 Day Fiance and have this, you know, horrible situation happen. So, sorry to get all low energy down. And um, I hate to get all negative and weird. That's why I'm going to try to get my energy back up because I don't like, huh. Anyway, I don't like being like this. I don't like talking about stories. These, these kind of stories just don't, they aren't, they aren't happy, but people that watch the shows want to know. So, that's the deal. Emily, Sasha, very sad. Keep them in your thoughts, prayers, energy, whatever you believe in, whatever you think of. And hopefully they will, you know, hopefully they can have, you know, keep having, if they, they want to keep having more kids, they can have more kids and it'll all be good for them. But yes, comment below what you guys think. But yes, overall, just a real sad situation. If you have anything negative to say, honestly, let me redact that one. I said comment below and please comment below if you have something positive. If you have something negative to say about me or mainly just Emily or Sasha, you can keep me out of it. Just about Emily or Sasha. This is not the time, so just, yeah, don't, this is video really not the time or place, but if you have something positive to say, feel free to comment below. <laughs> Alright guys, now I want to transition on over to Love After Lockup, and oh, we have some bad news. This is actually a spoiler, so spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert with Rachel and Doug. If you don't already know, if you, we all know Rachel and Doug, we have a big spoiler alert, so if you don't want to know with this spoiler with those two, please do not keep on listening, but for everyone else that wants to, here's the deal. A spoiler came out a few weeks ago. I didn't want to share it, but now I just figured because now Rachel is like coming out and she talked to screenwriters. I figured might as well just share the thing. Here's the deal, guys. Rachel and Doug, they they were married, but a picture leaked of Doug, you know, with carrying another woman. And guess who reshared it on social media? Rachel. So we have to give credit to this Instagram account, Mary Pants on Instagram. I will tag the account. And you can give them a follow. Check it out for yourself. But she or he would ever posted this picture and it's right there. And the caption says, our journey over the last 12 years has been rough to say the least, but I've never doubted our path would come together. We went uh, through a lot to get to one another, but I'm excited to see all the places we will go now that the sun has risen for us. XOXO. I'm sure Doug did not write that. This 
this Mary Pants Instagram account said, Love your lockup, Dougie. Now seeing another woman both still married to other people. Obviously, Doug being married to Rachel. And it's just, it's, um, I mean, I have one word. It's horrific. I, you know, I, uh, am I shocked though? No. Is it good? No. It's absolutely horrible, horrific. But yeah, that's the thing. I'm not shocked. Even slightly. The second I saw that guy, it's amazing. I'm trying to kind of learn body language more, and you can really see if someone's looking at someone. And I don't know if you guys remember, but when when Rachel, well, yeah, it was when Rachel's mom first met Doug. Um, he was looking here. She was like, she was like right here. He was looking there. He was looking there. He was looking there. He would never look at her. And then so once Rachel's mom left, Rachel said, what do you think of Doug, my husband? And she goes, he doesn't know. She, she knew it a second. And she politely said, you know, kind of whatever, but she knew it was not going to work. She knew he just wasn't there for the right intentions. The sad thing, if, if it was just Rachel and Doug, I would just feel bad for Rachel because she, you know, she got the short end of a stick. She got lied to not once, but twice. Now that brings up a whole other question which we can get into later of why does she keep going after inmates? She seems relatively normal. Why do you keep going after the same old crazy guys? But the person I feel the most sad for is Dougie, his son, because this kid didn't pick this life. I don't know if this person I just showed you guys is his biological mother. I mean, 12 years, the kid is about 12, so that would actually make sense that it is his mother, actually. Um, and I guess that'd be one good thing to come out of this horrible situation, but it's sad. He's a fellow Michigander. I never, ever, 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 ever condone cheating. I absolutely, that is the lowest thing in my eyes someone can do is cheat. So I'm team, I guess, Rachel. I mean, I guess we're going to see how the story plays out. Maybe... I don't think so. Maybe she dumped him. I really doubt it, but you never really know. But we're going to see how the story plays out. It is definitely going to play out on Love After Lockup, and Rachel confirmed actually exclusively with Screen Rant. That's why I wanted to bring this up, because she gave a comment to Screen Rant on why she reposted that picture and the meme that I just told you guys. So I figured because she made a comment, it's very public at this point. I'm not huge on sports, but I figured I might as well at this point just share the thing. So this is what Rachel exclusively shared with Screen Rant. So she said this, she said, I am pretty keen to the memes that are made about me and my relationship. My relation, my, me, she can't talk. My and Doug's relationship. Rachel said of reposting the photo of him and his new woman. She went on to say, and every time I see one that makes me laugh, I share it, even if it's crazy. Even if I look horrid, I'm sharing it because I don't care. It's funny and somebody else might laugh and benefit from it too. She went on to say, and that was my intent, but I will say that you know every relationship has its ups and its downs and you really have to tune in and watch the rest of the story. Here's the deal. I think Rachel, she is an engineer, so she must make pretty good money. We saw her car and she could be living lavish, but we saw her car. She was in Michigan. Michigan, the cost of living is very cheap in Michigan, but her still her house is very nice. She definitely makes money. And I don't think she went on this show for money. And so she probably just figured she got, you know, the short end of a stick. And she probably is embarrassed that she's still, you know, with this guy on TV. And so she probably just figured, I don't care. I'm going to expose the truth. That's what I think happened. But she had to say that last sentence, like, you know, you have to wait and see. But it's like, no. Louder Lockup producers probably called her screaming because she reposted it. And that was her probably just trying to save face. The reality is he for sure cheated. I don't think he ever had any intent to stay. The last thing I want to talk about before we go into the rest of the video, the last thing I want to mention with this guy is... An episode or two ago, I think it was two episodes ago of Love or Lockup, we got to see Doug, see his dad. I think his name's also Doug. And they went to Kalamazoo, you know, my hometown, Michigan. Gotta love a good Michigander. But um, they went to Kalamazoo. He saw the dad. The dad did not look healthy or good, but the dad sat him down and got real real with him and just said, listen, son. 
that girl over there, Rachel, you got to take care of her. You got to stay with her. She's a good girl. And this Doug guy, you could just see the dad was standing right here, but he was looking there. He was looking. He wouldn't ever even look in his face. And, I mean, like, that just goes, the guy's a liar. So he was looking here going, yeah, I'm going to. But, of course, we all knew. The guy's not going to. And then, yeah, so I don't know. I just feel bad for her. I think, yeah, it's all, my only comment is I feel real bad for her. She had to go through all the pain, all the crap. She helped raise his kid, which that's a great thing to do. It's, you know, just unfortunate for them. I mean, it's unfortunate for everyone. Now it's like that relationship's ruined, and the kid's probably even kind of ruined. You know, not ruined, but he's probably kind of traumatic for him, too. And it's just because this guy's crazy, this Doug guy. He's just an immature little kid. He's like, what, 20-something years old, 27, 28. The guy runs around like he's a kid, and it's like, he, he should just, yeah, I don't know. Rachel also, I feel like, kind of got suckered, though. So, long story short, the spoiler is this. Doug's got a new woman. And it might be Dougie, his son's biological mom. We're not sure on that just yet, but either way, it's sad. And the funniest thing is, Rachel does not seem to care about any NDAs or anything like that. But also, guys, don't go anywhere just yet, because later on in the video, I'm going to do a recap on what exactly went down on the last episode of Love After Lockup. So please, don't go anywhere yet. But before we go on to the recaps, we need to talk about the rest of the breaking news for the day. All right, guys, I'm having such a good time, by the way. I just love this drama. Anyway, I want to transition on over to Married at First Sight, because we have a new season spoiler alert. So once again, I have to say, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler alert. The first part of it is not really a spoiler, but the second part is definitely a spoiler. Anyway, if you don't want to know us married at first high spoiler, it is with Mirla and Gil. If you don't want to know from the new season, please do not keep watching. But for everyone that does, here's the deal. Number one, Heavy.com just announced. This is not really, this is just kind of more of a comment, not a spoiler, but Heavy.com heavy did just announce that Mirla is actually selling her wedding dress on a wedding dress site. It's listed for $6,490, noting that it's 29% off. The site is called Still white.com and it, the name the person listing it her name is Mirla the email has been verified she's in Houston it is 110% her that is not that big of a spoiler because we could you know I mean that could go that could go anyway she could want she could want to just cash out and get her money but she could still be with Gil they could still be happy that is not the spoiler however the spoiler alert is someone shared on Reddit a thing now this is just came in coming from Reddit so we cannot you know say yes or no if it's for sure or not this could definitely be a lie but this person said on Reddit, boom, right there, saying, spoiler. So I went to college with one of Gail's friends slash groomsmen and asked him flat out, do they last? He laughed and said, not even close. His exact words were, she's awful. They set my boy up for failure. I just knew I didn't like Mirla. Poor Gil, he deserved better. Yes, at first glance, if you are watching Married at First Sight, the thing I will say, and I, I hate to judge a book by its cover, but that, you know, I, I, I'm not saying anyone was set up for failure or that it was, no, probably not. Thing I will say though, is Gil does seem very nice, and Mirla, off of first glance, I kind of just felt a little bit wishy-washy about her, and I, I hate to be so, I, I, I'm trying not to judge until something actually happens, but she did seem rude, and yeah, that kind of vibe, and Gil did seem very nice. Now, do I think it was fake, or a setup, or this or that? I honestly never do. I People every year always say that there is a couple or a guy that goes on Married at First Sight and they pick the guy, like Chris from last season, or Brett, 
or whatever. And there's always a person that he's the villain and this or she's the villain. It's been it's been a guy and a girl both year. I mean, there's always someone. I don't think that's the case. I really do just think that some people like Chris say any say literally anything to get on the show and to appear like they're a good person and they're hardworking and they're you know level-headed and they're not crazy. But the truth is, like you know, we saw it with Chris and Pastor Cal. Pastor Cal adored Chris. Chris made it seem like he was a pastor's son. He was a nice guy. I even kind of fell for it too. And it looked like him and Paige would have been a perfect match because Paige really appears to be not perfect, no one is, but you know, she really seemed to be like a perfect kind of a match for that. And when we got we got to meet the real Chris, and it's like this is just so far from the truth. I don't think I don't I do not believe Married at First Sight or the experts or anyone had any say in it or they chose. No, I think they just got suckered like we all got suckered, that's all. So Mirla, um, yeah, she doesn't seem nice. According to this Reddit spoiler, you know, I am not gonna say anything further. I have not heard anything from Maps fan, and that is typically the most oh you know all reliable source. So let's just take that for what it is. It could definitely be wrong. I'm not very shocked. The wedding dress thing to me. It's kind of like the icing on the cake that just says, oh, yeah, that's probably the truth. But, you know, I'm sorry. I hate to ruin the show. That's why I warned you guys. Spoiler alert. And uh, for the rest of the season, it's looking pretty good. I'll do a recap in a couple days. I am going to start religiously watching it. I'm going to attempt to religiously. I've been watching it from afar, but... If it's going to be a drag-on show where it's dragged on and on and on and on, I will have to just be hit or miss because I have the most difficult time. If they're going to do this and then they drag it on here and they drag it on, you know, like I said before, I'll say it again. This is a, it's an amazing show, beautiful show. That should be about 15 episodes at absolute max. If it's going to start being a 24, 20, no. That to me, that this gets dragged on too much. But we'll have to wait and see. I think that's going to be a pretty good season. And we can probably pretty confidently say we have a pretty good idea what's going to go on with these. This couple, potentially, possibly even ex-couple now with Gil and Mirla. But comment what you guys think. I could be wrong, and I would definitely love to hear what y'all think on that couple. All right, guys, now I want to transition on over to the Real Housewives of Potomac, because guess who? Michael Darby's at it again, this time doing bizarre, crazy stuff with someone who is not his wife. Here's the deal, y'all. A video leaked on Reddit, which I am going to link above or below this video, podcast, whatever you are listening to or watching, you can check it out for yourself because I am not going to play it in this video. It is that ridiculous, but it is of Michael um, hanging around a hotel room with someone who is not his wife, if you know what I'm talking about. For all the haters and for everyone saying it's just a conspiracy, it's not really him. No, 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 no. I'm telling you guys, check it out for yourself. Watch it because it is clear as day. It's Michael. He's actually talking and so is the woman. Like, it's just, it's, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just, I mean, there's, there's no ifs, ands, or doubts about it. It's 100% him. He is 100% cheating. This is 100% not the first time and probably not the last time. So, yes, Michael Darby was spotted once again cheating. I'm curious to see how this is going to be portrayed on the show. I'm sure this is for sure going to be brought up on the show at some point in the near future. And um, I don't know what she can use it as an excuse. It's, it's clear as day what is going on. However, this is one of his more recent, you know, cheating, I guess, things with a woman. Usually they're with a man of some sort. This, you know, we all remember what happened with Robin and Juan before where they supposedly thought that Michael had a little bit of a crush of some sort on Juan. Like I said, not Michael's first time being accused of cheating or any of this kind of stuff, so I am definitely not shocked. I'm curious to what you guys have to think about this whole situation with the Real Housewives of Potomac. 
pretty good show. Michael, he's always been doing some crazy stuff, so I am not shocked. I'm more so just shocked that Ashley will not ever leave him. I don't know what their whole marriage is like. They do have two kids, but it's like at some point, clearly, we saw it on the show. They don't, they aren't very close. He's clearly cheating. He's always done kind of suspicious stuff in the past. Why will she not leave him? So I guess my question for you guys more so is, I'm not shocked he's cheating and it's on, caught on like actual video. This is not a picture, this is a legitimate video, like a 50 second video. And you can clearly see who it is. That is not shocking me. The thing that is shocking to me is that she has not left him. So guys, comment below what you think, but Michael Darby, he is at it again. And while we were talking about the breaking reality TV news for the day, one thing I have to say is, you guys, Chrisley knows best. They keep making the headlines. I don't know what is the deal with them. Their season is coming back on August, I want to say 12th. I'll watch it. The show, it's one of those shows you can kind of watch in the background while you're vacuuming your, you know, kitchen or something. It's not a very serious show, and I'm pretty confident about 99% of everything that goes down on the show is completely fake. However, there are new rumors being spread that Savannah, Todd's daughter, we all know her, is possibly, potentially, possibly back together with her ex-fiance and man, Nick. Now, it is a long shot. I just wanted to throw it out in your guys' core. I enjoy doing this. I just like throwing stuff out every once in a while because if it ever does come directed, I can stand here and say, ha, huh, these are just rumors. And I did not start any of these rumors, but all I'm saying is people that are big fans of the show are coming out and saying there's a very good chance because if you look at the new trailer, and if you look at social media too, of Chris Knows Best, and you look at their social media, as you can see, Nick is in a lot of it. He's in and out a lot of their house and everything going on. Now, we know him and Todd supposedly are kind of friends or whatever, which that seemed kind of fake too, but even if that's true, they're like vacationing and stuff together. They just, it really, really, really appears that there's a very good chance that the two of them potentially have something going on. We cannot say yes or no. No one from the Chrisley family has confirmed nor denied. I'm sure we're probably going to see and hear something. And, and one comment, too, because this show is so fake, I'm sorry. And, of course, I have to say disclaimer. We can't say for sure, but if you watch, so you can make up your own mind. Yeah, the show's completely fake. But because the show is so ridiculous, they could just be telling Savannah, hey, if you want to stay on this show and maintain this lifestyle, because we know she's getting money from the show and probably a hefty sum. I just watched, this is totally unrelated, but I've always wondered how much they make from the show. And I can tell you guys this one thing. I just watched a interview with Rob Deerdeck and he's, he's the guy, he was a big guy on MTV and when I still on MTV actually, he had a show called Robin Big years ago. And he said he was making $35,000 an episode when he first started the show. Then he ended up getting up to $125,000 an episode. And Chris Knows Best has been on for years and years and years and years and years. So yes, Savannah being one of the main characters, there is a very good chance she's making a hundred, anywhere from fifty dollars to $150,000, which sounds probably completely crazy. But it's possible. I would say she's probably making 50, 60, 75, maybe 75 grand an episode. Chase is probably making the same, and Todd is probably making maybe 100. I have no idea, but if you compare it to the Rob Deer Deck numbers and other numbers I've heard, people that actually have their own TV show, it's probably in that range, which is completely crazy. So my whole point is this. Yes, Savannah could be back with Nick. I wouldn't be very shocked. They've been together for a while. He knows her family. They definitely have a connection of some sort. But also, I hate to go there, but it's like the guy's a realtor, and I don't think he's an amazing one or anything. And Savannah did apparently just buy Todd's house. That's probably, that's kind of just a hearsay bullcrap. We saw on the show, of the, the new season, the trailer, that Savannah says, I bought my dad's old house, which is like, Okay, I've driven by this house, you know, before. It's a mansion. It's in a huge, beautiful, huge neighborhood. 
The, and, it's, and it's expensive. And it's in a very expensive Nashville neighborhood. And Nashville is one of the most booming cities in the world. Everyone wants to live here for some crazy reason. So, yes. The whole, the whole point is this. Did she buy the house? Seems like a long shot. But if she actually did, she is raking in the money like you guys wouldn't even believe. So, there's a chance that she just wanted to fake the relationship for the show, to stay on the show, to stay relevant, to keep the money coming in. I don't want to say that, but it is always a chance that that could be the case. So yes, Savannah and Nick, I will keep you up to date with anything if I hear anything else, but uh, it's it, there's a chance, probably long trip, there's always a chance that her and him got back together. We, we will find out definitely very soon in the next couple weeks when this show comes back to air. Okay guys, now I want to go over to my new section called Exposing the Truth, and we are exposing the truth on any reality TV drama this time today right now we are exposing the truth on juliana natalie's best friend slash possibly something more on 90 day fiance guys if you missed the last episode of 90 day fiance we got to see juliana really 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 uh, you know get up close and personal with natalie and me and a lot of you guys like hundreds of you guys agreed with me i actually checked it was like 200 and some people it's not not really hundreds, but it was a lot of people agreed yeah, she got like way too up close and personal, Juliana, Natalie's friend. The gist of it was this. Natalie was, you know, same old, it was the same old song and dance. She was crying about Mike doing this and that and the whole other, you know, thing. Okay. She was crying. Juliana brought her some tea. They were sitting there. Juliana kind of got, you know, little buddy buddy, kind of got a little up close and personal. And even Natalie, like, there's a picture, and I will try to post and add the picture right there if I still have it. But, you know, Natalie looked over and she was like, what are you doing? So it was hilarious. It was funny. Anyway, everyone's been asking me, what is the deal? So in this little segment, I want to expose the truth on who is Juliana. And this is all we, we sadly, we don't know a whole lot about her, but I do have some things we do know, and I have some kind of conspiracy theory stuff too. The stuff we do know is this. She said when she first came on 90 Day Fiance, she is from Ukraine, and her husband came here on like a work visa. So that's this, the dang, dang, dang. She said the word husband. Now, we don't know, is it a current husband or is it an ex-husband or what really that situation, but she did say at one point she was married. Because everyone, you, me, and a person on a street corner that barely even knows 90 Day Fiance is saying it, it appears that Juliana has a very big crush on Natalie. Now, does Natalie reciprocate? Didn't really seem like she was interested. I mean, she was definitely being cordial enough, but she looked incredibly uncomfortable. But what we know about Juliana is she at one point was married. She's from Ukraine. Uh, she's obsessed with Natalie. They met on the internet. That was the quote Natalie is that we met on the internet. Now, that means a wide variety of things. And to me, it honestly means they met on Instagram. I don't understand why 90 Day Fiance and a lot of these shows, mainly 90 Day Fiance though, they have to make this like artificial utopia bubble kind of thing where they just lie. Like they, they force the people on the shows. And I, I don't want to say that because I'm going to get in trouble. Uh, disclaimer. I don't know for sure, but they really seem to force the people on the show to use vague terms. Like instead of saying, Juliana messaged me on Instagram, she has to say that we met on the internet. Well, maybe, but more than likely, it's like, you met on Instagram, you met on social media. It's like, just say it. So she claims it was the internet, could be true, but they always just, whenever they're talking about social media or Instagram, they always just say the internet. They use this big vague term and it's kind of annoying. Anyway, the funny thing about that is though, we can just about confirm it was probably Instagram. There's a chance, there is a slim chance that they may have met on a Facebook group of some sort, but I can tell you one thing, if you go on Natalie's Instagram, I've already done it, and you search Julia or you search Juliana, and people that she is following, people that follow her, there is no one of this some sort. Like she does, she follows one person named Julia, and she's famous. 
Everyone that follows her that's named Julia or Juliana, it isn't the person from the show. So they could have met on Facebook. That is possible. I'm actually friends with Tamara, Mike's neighbor on Facebook. I'm actually friends with her. It's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think I, Natalie could have been in a Facebook group of people in the Ukraine, maybe, or from Ukraine that live in, you know, Washington. I don't really know. But it seems like it was Instagram and she doesn't follow her anymore or if she ever did. So it's like, if that is the case that they met on Instagram and now Natalie doesn't follow her, then that tells me maybe Juliana crossed the line, Natalie got uncomfortable and they kind of ended that friendship because think about it, she's never posted anything with her. And it's like, if you were living with this person, to me, it just makes Natalie seem like she's such a user. So for Juliana, for the truth on her, she was married. Uh, she's from Ukraine. She seems to have a huge crush on Natalie. And sadly, that's about all we know of this woman because no one knows her last name, unfortunately. So there's really not a whole lot else you can even dig up. But I have my conspiracy theory, like I said, that I, I really do think Juliana crossed the line. Natalie got super uncomfortable and that's why she fled to Florida. Because if you don't know, she's living in Tampa right now still. No idea with who or where or what, but she's someone who's living in Tampa and um, no more Juliana. So I think she just kind of got uncomfortable or she was just leapfrogging and just using her to stay with her while she didn't want to stay with Mike. And well, maybe she saved enough money to go get her own place in Tampa. I'm not really sure, but either way, Juliana, it seems like to me, and I, I would love for you guys to comment below, but it seems like to me that she, uh, you know, she kind of likes her a little more than a friend and I'm not trying to hate or be negative, and I know everyone's probably gonna say that. It, that's not the case at all. Listen, that is really not the case. I'm cool. You do you, you do what makes you happy. I'm cool with anything, I really truly am. But I do kinda wanna say this, if you are in Natalie's shoes, and it's like, if you, if, you, if you see, if you're Juliana, let's say, and you see how Natalie kinda basically has nowhere else to go, she doesn't know anyone else, she's in the middle of getting a divorce with Mike, and you kinda have a crush on her, it's like, it's just, you could really kinda, She's kind of just vulnerable at that point, Natalie is. So I hope that's not the case. But to me, it seems like she's going to cross the line. And I would not be shocked if we see some stuff that actually kind of goes down in the next episode. Or if not the tell-all of maybe something that Juliana might do or say that kind of makes Natalie just get up and out of Washington. So comment below. You already know me. I am going to do some serious digging. People are interested. So I'm actually going to do a lot of digging. Um, my roommate is kind of crazy in a good way. Very great guy. I love him dearly to pieces, but he can do some pretty good research. So we are going to do some research, see if we can find anything out on her. Uh, she gave me creepy vibes for sure, but if if she is just a genuinely nice person and hey, the old country, she wants to help out someone where, you know, is from where she's from, I get it. I've been in the same thing with Italy, kind of, somewhat, sort of, even though I'm not really, you know, originally from there. My, you know, distantly I am, and I, I do the same thing in my soul with my grandparents, so I get it. If that's the case, then I'm gonna feel really rude and awful, but it seemed like, the thing I'll say about this, is if I was trying to help out a friend, I would not be all lovey-dovey like how she is, if you know what I mean. So there is the truth that we have as of now. If I find out anything else on Juliana, I will definitely, absolutely let y'all know. But of course, y'all, make sure you put in the comments below what you guys think. All right, that was a ton of break news. Now we have some time for some recaps. I just real quick, I am going to recap separately 90 Day Fiance as a separate video every Monday morning just because a lot of my followers are big 90 Day Fiance fans, so I'm not going to do that separate. So now if people that want to just watch 90 Day Fiance, they can. But for all the other recaps, we have a lot of stories we are going to start recapping, one of which is on every Friday night, and that will be Love After Lockup. And guys, in this last episode of Love After Lockup, it was unbelievable. 
first thing we got to see what to talk about is Deontay and Nicole. Now, I want to start off actually in reverse. I want to go to the end of the episode because at the end of the episode, we got to see Deontay drop off Nicole. They were on a date of some sort, really stupid. Typical Deontay and Nicole, they didn't have much chemistry or anything good going on, but he dropped her off. He apparently had a gut feeling because she stayed out on her porch and she would not let him come inside. And then all of a sudden, he did a loop around the neighborhood. He stayed on the street to kind of keep his eyes on her, which number one is kind of creepy, but he had the gut feeling. So you got to give the guy credit. He didn't want to be a complete, you know, idiot and just let her walk all over him because she would not let him inside, which he thought was kind of suspicious. So he ended up pulling around the block. He waited out and a couple minutes later, a car pulled up and picked up Nicole. So the million dollar question is number one, Weren't the cameras kind of on her, and wouldn't she know that was all going on, number one? Number two, um, she knew that it was going to be on TV, so it is kind of like stupid. But number three, my question is, who is this person picking her up? Is it her friend Tia slash girlfriend, you know, person Tia? Or is it this Zach guy that spells his name with two Ks? Or is it someone else? Or is it an Uber driver? Who is it? So that was the million dollar question. Is Nicole cheating on Deontay? Clearly she is talking to someone else. Rumor has it she married someone. I don't know if it was Deontay. I don't know if it was Zach with two Ks in his name. I have no idea. But it was someone. That's what rumor has. We don't know for sure though. So is Nicole likely being picked up by a person to go cheat and Deontay? More than likely. But now I want to reverse back to what happened at the beginning of the episode. Basically, Deontay's mom got to meet up with Nicole and Deontay. Um, you know what? The mom was pretty much just right. Typically moms, not always though, not always, but typically most moms they're usually more on the right side. And the mom just said, listen, Nicole, this guy's paying for all your stuff. And she was, the mom was kind of actually uncomfortable. It was kind of weird. The mom knows that Deontay's been saving himself for Nicole, which is like, why does she have to know that? I guess it's all going to be on TV anyway. But, um, you know, Deontay just tells anyone anything, apparently. So the mom knows what's going on with that whole situation. And she just said, listen, Nicole, why won't you be, you know, with my son if you're okay with him spending all his money on you? And Nicole basically had no answer. She said she's not comfortable, which, if that's the case, that's totally cool. But, um, and that is, that is cool. You know what? If she's not comfortable, she should be okay not being comfortable. We, we, we should not try to push the boundary or she's when she's ready she's ready my problem with this whole her not being comfortable thing is she's talking to another guy a guy named zach with two k's and she's certainly comfortable with him and then she's talking to this girl named tia it's not that it's like she's just not comfortable with deontay so i kind of agree with deontay's mom where it's like if you are not comfortable being at that level in a relationship, you should not be comfortable with him spending all his money on you. Because it is kind of a similar thing, kind of somewhat, sort of. So I'm not a fan of this girl. I can't stand Nicole. That was basically it. She tried to butter up the mom and say, she's in love with your son. And I love Deontay. He's amazing. But it's like, really? Because... You're also talking to, like, like, the millionth time, you're talking to a man named Zach with two Ks, and you're talking to a girl named Tia. It's just not like you're not in love with him. So more on them in a minute, but basically, Deontay and Nicole, there's just no way they're going to get married. Now, the thing I will say is, though, Life After Lockup, the Love After Lockup spinoff, did just come out, and it's going to be out in the end of August, I think, and Deontay and Nicole are going to be on it. So more on them in a minute, but now let's go on to, oh, you guys... Jeff and Anissa. I don't. I think I don't even know if I'm pronouncing your name right. Everyone pronounces it different. Let's just go with Anissa. I don't really care. Um. Oh my God. I, she's one of those kind of people. 
I want to sit down and just give her a hug and say, Anissa, run, 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 run. Basically, this Jeff guy, I guess, got out of the halfway house. I didn't even realize that, but he got out of the halfway house. And he's moving with her, of course, and um, she's just being walked all over. The guy is a complete, and I don't want to sound rude. I never really mean to. The, and I, I don't know if this, this yeah, he's a deadbeat. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say anything else. He's a deadbeat, though. It's all I'm going to use just that word. He has clearly done a lot of stuff in his life that is not good. He's a deadbeat. He's a con artist. He's a user. That's all I'm going to say. So I feel bad for Anissa. Anissa seems like a very kind, nice person. She might not be off camera. She could be just as much of a deadbeat as him, but she appears to be sweet and nice and wanting to help this man and have, have a life with this man. And you can just see, not only does this Jeff guy not give a crap about her, he's also talking to other women while he's staying in her house. So it's a really screwy, messed up, sad situation. And like I said, I feel extremely bad for her, but also I'm kind of like, this man has stood you up two times what do you expect? He's just a complete deadbeat. We got to see her friend who is like kind of similar age to Jeff. I don't know if they had like a romantic thing. Her friend and this and this guy, you know, his, his, her friend and Anissa. I don't really know. Jeff thinks so. But it's like, dude, Jeff. Okay, Anissa might have had a relationship with this friend guy she has. She probably didn't. But it's like, Jeff, you are talking to your ex-girlfriends and it's not in a friendly way. It's like... You're talking about meeting up and whatnot. So he's all talk, he's all crap. I probably shouldn't talk too bad about him because he seems kind of scary, but I just don't have any interest in this guy. I think he's a deadbeat. And then it looks like apparently he has some big secret, typical love after lockup fashion. They have a big secret and they are never gonna actually reveal it until like, you know, a hundred episodes away from now. So we're gonna have to wait and see what this big secret is. But he's telling Anissa's friend, this neighbor friend, I have this big secret. I don't know what it could possibly be. But he's waiting to tell, you know, his friend. He's probably going to tell Anissa. And I'm sure Anissa, she's so madly in love, probably will not even care at all. So we got to see that. Got to see Deontay and Nicole. Got to see Josh and Courtney real quick. One thing I want to see on these two is I thought they were in love. I thought they were happy. But Courtney went shopping with one of her girlfriends for a wedding dress. And she basically just said, listen, all the guy does all day is play video games. He shows me no attention, and it's like he's not even there. And I was just like, what? Like, I thought they were like a really good couple. I thought they were doing well. Apparently not. Um, kind of shocking. So comment below what you guys think on them. I'm definitely shocked, though. I, I really hate to hear that because I, I like Josh. I like Courtney. As a couple, I thought they were well. Now, her friend did say... Putting Josh and Courtney together is like adding like they said like a, like a hurricane and a tornado in one room kind of thing. It's like really, he seems calm. She seems kind of calm, so I'm kind of like, this is really shocking and weird. And then we got to see Brittany and Ray. Long story short with them, Ray got out. His grandmother was there to greet him from the halfway house. So was Brittany. Little awkward, not too terribly bad. Well, the grandma just has her guard up, and I don't blame her. You know, I don't blame her at all. Brittany seems nice, a little wishy-washy on her, but Ray seems like a real nice guy. Definitely kind of shy, kind of nervous. He goes over to Brittany's house. She was in a real, I got to give her credit, real nice house. You know, it's a great place. And then that's when it got a little bit awkward like they definitely it was more awkward Ray is more of a shy guy and I think Brittany is still kind of nervous kind of awkward they are definitely in the process of taking their relationship to the next you know level but um 
yeah, a little bit awkward for those two. And I want to say maybe the last couple might not have been that. I can't remember if we saw Doug or and Rachel or not, but either way, the last couple I can remember would be Stan and Lisa, and Lisa needs to run. If you don't remember, Stan went off on Lisa a couple episodes ago. He was saying she's a bad mom, and that he raised his kids, and that she didn't, and he kept going on and on and on. He was blaming it on liquid courage. Maybe it was. Either way, it was very rude comments. He halfway somewhat sort of apologized. She halfway somewhat sort of accepted the apology, kind of, and they ended up going out on another date. And on that date, it went relatively well, but he wanted her to come back and hang out so they could talk and do what Stan wants to do, if you know what I mean. And Lisa basically just said, I will come back and talk to you, but that is it. They got home. They kind of got a little cranky, got a little ornery. One thing led to another. Stan took all of her stuff and her belongings in a trash bag and threw them out the door and said, get up on out of here. There really wasn't a big breaking point. It was more so just they're kind of constantly fighting and Lisa's not going to get pushed around. And she did have some demands, I will say, which... Um, I wasn't really in favor of. She kind of wanted like her own one bedroom apartment. She wanted a car. She did have some demands for sure. And I have no idea what Stan agreed to do and not do. And I'm not saying Lisa had any right to, you know, request pay for my apartment. Like, I absolutely not. If I was Stan, I would say, listen, you can move in with me, live in like my basement or something like that. Like, I could see that. But I don't think it's I don't think it would be appropriate for Stan just to pay for an apartment or buy her a car. So Stan got kind of irritated. She was kind of being pushy, but Stan was kind of being rude too, and they were clashing, and then he threw her out, and that is probably, if I had to guess, the end of Stan and Lisa. If I had to guess, they might have a little bit more time together, but at the end of the day, they're not gonna work. Stan wants one thing, one thing only, which I refuse to repeat, but if all adults, you know, know what I'm talking about. He just says it every two seconds, so it's like it's not very hard to understand what I'm talking about. And Lisa, I don't think she's even interested in men, to be honest. I think she just wants a girlfriend, which is fantastic, amazing, but it's like you can't be with Stan then. All right, guys, now I want to go over to one of my favorite sections from my show, and that would be the Where Are They Now, where we pick a reality TV family or person, and we talk about where in the heck are they? All right, guys, so today we are talking about no one other than the Goslins. Where are the Goslins now? This is going to be so much fun because I watched this show religiously when I was younger, and now they're, like, older than me. How does that work? I feel like I watched so when I was, like, a teenager. Now some of these kids, I swear, are, like, my age now. It's the weirdest thing. So here's the deal, guys. We have so much to talk about John and Kate plus eight. We all know them, the parents, John and Kate. Let's get into them in a minute. The first thing I want to talk about is the kids, because these ages will definitely shock you guys. First, let's talk about the two twins. Um, how old do you think they are? I was thinking maybe they're 17, maybe they're 18 now. All right, guess what? No, Maddie and Kara are 20 years old, and they're turning 21 in October. I just, how is this possible? There's a picture of them. Like, they're old. They are so old. How are they possibly close to 21? I'm 24, turning 25 in April, and it's like, how are we so close in age? I thought I was like way, 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 way older than them. So I'll get into them in a second, but yes, they are actually turning 21 in October. I cannot believe it. And for the sex tuplets, they turned 17 in on May 10th of 2021. So how on earth? How is that possible? They are seriously 17 years old. How is that possible? In one year, they're going to be 18, off on their own, living their own lives, completely insane. But now let's go back to the twins. If you're wondering, they're 20, they're 20, going to be 21. What do they do? Maddie, 
She is more social, I guess. She's more active on social media, I can say for sure. She is, um, goes to Syracuse. And she's open. She's, like, openly public about her past life and growing up with the show. And, like, she's not holding anything back. Like I said, she's 20, goes to Syracuse. She's very open on social media. You can see her on Instagram. You can see her on TikTok. She doesn't hold anything back. Whereas Kara is on Instagram. She has been tagged, but she has no posts. She doesn't post anything. She keeps to herself. She's very quiet. And she's on the rowing team at her university. So they're kind of different. But yes, they're going to be 21. Definitely very different personalities. But still, I just can't believe it, you guys. And for the sextuplets, well, four of them are still with Kate in now North Carolina. More on that whole situation in a minute, but two of them are actually with John. Here is the deal. I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but it's actually kind of just sad. Uh, according to John and Colin, Kate, his mother, sent Colin to a behavioral boarding school for a learning disability, and John didn't know where he was until he received a letter from Colin from the boarding school begging him to rescue him. Now, we can't say if this is true or not. This is what was just being said, but still, if it is true, this is unbelievably insane. John did apparently supposedly go rescue him, and so did John's girlfriend. They took in Colin full-time, and then obviously, you know, Hannah, if you don't already know, was already living with John, so that's why the two kids out of the six are with John. Here's where it gets weird, though, you guys, because Colin actually accused his father of being physical um, on social media. It's really horrible, horrific. I'll try to kind of read what he wrote and then immediately deleted on uh, Instagram. He wrote this saying, my dad is a liar. Yesterday he was, you know, physical and thought nothing of it. And he, um, yeah, and he continued to, you know, that's all I'm gonna say. Basically, he went on, he went on to explain what went down and said that he's a liar, and he ended up taking it down. So, kind of just sad. So, really kind of just sad and unfortunate. However, a source did tell people a totally different story. Well, not totally, but they did say that Colin got furious and was screaming at John, and when they got home, he was still screaming, and he went in the garage and got a big, heavy bottle of liquid and hurled it at John's car, denting it, and John got out of the car enraged, put him in, you know, I don't even know, it started getting kind of physical, sucker, you know, punched him and gave him right one one in the face, and then that's when the cops got involved and everything. So we don't really know the exact story, but that sounds kind of more truthful. I think John is just as crazy as the next guy, and I think Colin has some issues he has to work through too. It's very sad, very unfortunate. And Kate, obviously, John's ex, did leave a statement with People Magazine. She said this, you know, I'll just paraphrase that you are never physical with your children. Uh, I don't want to hear any excuses from anyone, not from his father, not from local law enforcement, not from court personnel whose job is supposedly to ensure the best interests of my children. There is a child abuse law, PA 23, section 8I states that doing any of the following, regardless of whether it causes injury, is abuse. And first on that list is kicking, period. I don't want my children around him. Enough is enough. Hannah, who does live with John, did say, my dad loves us, he's never been physical, and uh, John's rep did actually also reach out and said, John has never done anything wrong to Colin, no charges have been filed against him, and there's no ongoing, you know, investigation, and just said that, you know, Colin has had some serious trauma in his life, and that a lot of it just isn't even true. Ironically, and kind of just sadly, John and Kate are actually still in a custody battle for Hannah and Colin, and they're both 17 years old, which is just like, at what age do you just legal do whatever you want? So, 
uh, sad. And for Kate, um, now let's I guess now let's go back to what is going on with John and Kate individually. So Kate on social media, she hasn't posted since 2020. Nothing new with her on social media, but she has been kind of on the move. So if you don't already know, Kate bought her house. I think it was in 2008. Yeah, it was 2008 for 1.12 million dollars, and she sold it in 2020 for a little over a million dollars. So she actually lost money after having it for 12 years. Which if you look at the inflation and stuff, um, that's awful. I feel really bad for her. That sucks. If you look, and if you look too at 2008, depending on the date when she sold, that was like when the housing crash was. So she really, she like bought it at a bad time, or she bought she bought it for a bad price in a good buying market for real estate, and she sold it like at a pretty bad time. 2020 around the pandemic was actually a pretty bad time to sell a house. Then towards the end of it was actually a pretty good time to sell a house. So either way, she lost money on it. So it's not good. And if you look at the inflation and this and the appreciation, she did not make any money. A complete loss for her and that kind of sucks. But she sold the house in 2020. She moved to North Carolina with four out of the six kids. And that's basically all we know for Kate. John on the other hand is a little more public. So he actually on his social media, boom right there, says father, brother, son, boyfriend, DJ, IT at Amazon 10. So he is out and about doing his thing. He is apparently now a DJ, which um, I don't really know to what regard, because on one of his pictures it says, celebrity guest, John Gosselin, not really a DJ. So I don't really know what that means, but he is active on social media. He still has this girlfriend, Colleen Conrad. There's a picture of him and her right there. And she posted this recently. It was just their anniversary. Well, actually, no, it was, it was, it was quite some time ago. Disregard, I just said that, but they are still together in present day. I know that for a fact. But she posted this picture in actually November of 2020, long time ago. For their anniversary, it's now it's been, you know, it's been a long time. But she did say, we've been through a lot together and every day I love you more and more. I can't imagine you not being in my life. I can't wait to see what the coming years have in store for us. Happy sixth anniversary, John. They're still together. Um, he's kind of just living a low-key life, honestly. Like, he really seems to kind of just keep to himself and live a normal, non-famous life. I think he's just works a normal job. I mean, years ago, after he had a bunch of crap happen, he was working as a waiter. So he's been through the ups and downs for sure. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a big fan of him, not really a big fan of her. I think they're both kind of crazy. But yeah, John and Kate plus eight, the kids, most of them besides Colin, honestly, I, I hate saying that, but they're all doing pretty well. Seven out of the eight, and Colin, I wish him well. I'm Seriously, I'm going to put my good vibes and energy out there for him. I hope he can figure his life out, but it's like, he's one that's kind of on a rocky road, but the rest of them, they're doing pretty well, and for John and Kate, John, I think, is doing okay, and Kate... I think she's doing okay too, but the thing about Kate for me is she's so negative. She, at least she was so, so, so incredibly negative, like so negative. So I think she's always going to live like that. If I had to guess, I don't think she's going to be changing anytime soon. She will likely always be kind of negative. But guys, comment below what you think of this crazy family, John and Kate plus eight. And if you enjoy this segment on my new show, Where Are They Now? And you have someone or some family you want me to talk about, definitely make sure to put it in the comments below and let me know who you want to hear about next. All right, guys. So before we sign off for the day, we have to do our infamous, our famous, and uh, one of my favorites, actually, the social media meltdown. And today... We're talking about Nicki Minaj because she posted not so long ago, a couple days ago on Instagram, that she would like to be the host of the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion season finale special. And surprisingly, Andy Cohen was all for it. She posted this right there saying, I'll be hosting the reunion with a, with a you know, celebrating emoji, I guess. She was, let me know what y'all want me to ask 
And uh, believe it or not, Andy Cohen was all for it. He was posting and clapping, and he had nothing, I guess he was not anything against her doing it, which um, it would definitely draw on viewers. I think it would kind of, I mean, I don't know. I guess I, I, I would say it probably wouldn't be good for him. But, you know, at the end of the day, it probably would actually draw in viewers. So comment below if you'd like to see Nicki Minaj as the new host the Real Housewives of Potomac season finale reunion special. Well, all right, guys, thank you so much for watching this video. I know these are getting long and I love them so much. Surprisingly, a lot of people have been enjoying this new format. I'm trying to do these long videos. I think they're fun. I can get way more topics and news and then I've always wanted to talk about and I can get them in one video. It's easier, people can sit down, have fun, you know, relax, talk. And the coolest thing is, I actually have the equipment coming in very soon. We are going to start being able to do, I guess like where the fans, you know, you guys and whatnot can call in and actually ask questions and we're gonna do trivia, we're gonna be doing games. It's gonna be very, 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 very fun. So yes, this show is going to get a whole lot better. I want to bring this to the next level. I want this to be a real, true show. And we are just so close to getting there. So guys, hang with me. We are almost to that point where you guys can actually call in. We'll do trivia. We'll do games. We can talk. It'll be fun. And um, we're getting there, guys. Well, thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed this video, whether it be on Facebook or YouTube or as an audio, as a podcast, please do me a huge favor. If you are on Facebook and YouTube, please hit that like button and comment below your thoughts. And if you are listening to this as a podcast, please go to the review section in the podcast if you are on the Apple Podcast Network and leave a review if it is positive. If it's not positive, then maybe you could kind of, you know, second guess that review you were going to write. Maybe leave a positive one. Well, either way, guys, thank you all so much for watching and listening to this show. And y'all better stay tuned for many more episodes.